Blog Talk Radio. What, what, what is love? Let's spend just a few minutes during this song thinking about the thought that everything is okay as you breathe in and out. Just as it is, everything is okay. On a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see him by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melt amidst the sparks of the flames. I behold only God. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. I am Mara, and Brian is on the other line. Thank you for joining us this morning to share our love with one another. Brian. Brian? We had problems with our show last week. I hope we're not starting. Thank you. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Nets. And welcome. We are here only to be truly helpful. We are here to represent the source that is within us. We do not have to worry about what to say or what to do for the source that is within us will direct us. We are content to be wherever we are, because wherever we are, the source is always with us. We will be healed as we let ourselves come back into wholeness. something new and maybe there was something new but I think the idea my friend that the source is always with you goes in sync with the end of be still thy soul so why don't we listen to the end of that 
morning, listeners. Thank you so very, very much for joining us this morning. What is truly amazing is Brian and I had decided to kind of uh, shuffle it around this morning and start with a different piece, and I wasn't going to play Be Still, My Soul. And I inadvertently did because we've been playing it for two years. And how amazing then to just suddenly connect with the idea that the source is always with us. We're never alone. We're always all one. And that the source of the light is inside of each of us. We spend so much time trying to find something, to affirm something, to affirm the light. And the light is inside us. It's always there, never extinguished. It's not like a pilot light that can go out. It stays there as as a light waiting to be refreshed with some oxygen, with some breath, and to then well up inside of you and help you remember that everything and every moment that you are in is a product of all you see in the world and that you have invited this moment to yourself so that you can choose who you're going to be. Today's topic is about conscious habits, conscious choices. Last week, I led you through a series of meditations associated with that. I'm believing from looking at the number of people who have listened to the archive that it was something that could be heard. Brian heard it. He affirmed with me after the show, even though there was something wrong with the switchboard and I could not bring Brian in to participate. So it's it's kind of a an interesting program last week because there were a lot of choices facing me. Shut down the program, lose it, get upset, raise my voice, just go with the flow or say thank you, God, for everything just the way it is. And in light of the fact that I was one day away from a very litigious lawsuit, well, all lawsuits are litigious, but I was getting ready to go into a hearing, it it was a very good reminder to me that uh, I didn't have to respond to the external stimuli, that I instead could choose love, that I could choose my own peace, that I could choose joy. And those things were constantly echoing through my mind throughout this last week when I've been in a trial, which is a very adversarial situation, um, we call each other opponents. It's as though you are in a the Colosseum and everyone is dressed and now you've got your little team or your big team, depending upon the case. In this my case, I had a big team compared to the other side and I am leading them all as they tell the truth. And... The other side has a different sense of what the truth is. You would never be in the situation we were in if everyone agreed on what the truth is. We need an independent third party to decide. But throughout the course of that, every morning when I would get up in the morning, I would choose love. I would choose peace. I would choose joy. That's not to say there weren't things said to me that I could have allowed to make me mad. But I chose not to get mad. I chose instead to keep a singular focus on who I wanted to be, who I want to be remembered as, honest with integrity, civility, professionalism. You know, I'm I'm not going to tell you sitting here today that I was perfect, but I can say to you that when I wasn't perfect, I could remember what peace felt like, and right away recognized, I don't like this feeling and stop it. The feeling of chaos, the disjointed feeling of anger, the disjointed feeling of of reacting strongly and quickly and going for the juggler, things that I have been known for in the past. Now, it's not, on the other hand, I can't say I didn't go for the juggler, you know, um, Obviously, I wouldn't have been there with my client if I didn't fully and 100% believe in their case. But there are ways to quiet resolution of disputes. 
if you're willing to embrace that path. And all of you, everybody who's listening today and everyone who listened last week, we all face that challenge all of the time of of recognizing our own feelings and then choosing something different. And and that's why I invited you at the beginning of the show, or Brian and I invited you, excuse me, to get in touch with the idea that everything right now is the way it's supposed to be in order to provide you the opportunities to choose love, to choose peace, to choose joy. But you have to face the feeling. You have to come head to head, heart to heart, sometimes just full body blow to body blow with what you don't want your life to be about in order to decide what you do want your life to be about. And bottom line... Go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. I was going to say this is an interesting uh, subject to be speaking on this morning. As yesterday... Just last night, in, the, in fact, I've, I watched the new movie Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio. And yes. it was a very interesting plot, a very interesting um, screenwriting. And without giving anything away, um, the major um, was aspect to it, I guess you could say, was yes. that Leonardo DiCaprio was saying the most effective virus is a thought. Once it's implanted, it rules your life. It can carry you on. It can make you do whatever your thought needs you to do that you think would be beneficial based on the thought that you that you hold. And we could see that in all of our lives, that when we think someone's out to get us, we can make an enemy of that person and we can start a whole war against that person. Our thoughts can lead us in whatever direction that thought holds. And as you see, and we've all found ourselves caught up in anger, and anger is just um, uh, successive um, thoughts that point us towards being angry, towards something, towards someone, and whatnot. And the moment that we can recognize the thought that we're holding and the actions and behaviors that we're manifesting, if you will, from that thought, and more importantly, we can feel the feeling that we're feeling in the midst of all this, and recognize to ourselves, as you mentioned, I don't like this. And we stop. First and foremost, just the awareness of how we're feeling and not liking the feeling is the key to leaving that experience. And so once we find ourselves in that spot, then we can say, I don't like this, and we can let it go. We can start taking actions, steps, and moving towards a peaceful experience with inside of ourselves. And then that shift with inside of our minds begins to shift our behaviors and then it begins to shift the relationships all around us with who we're, whom we're dealing with or in relation with at that moment. And everything from that moment forward can take on a new look, a new feel, and have a new experience that leads from a new thought, if you will. And so as we begin to recognize these things, and as you so aptly spoke on, you change your whole experience based on the recognition, the conscious awareness of the unenjoyable time that you were having, and you released it in favor of an enjoyable experience. And this is something that we can do for ourselves in every moment, and we must do for ourselves to experience something different we must want it enough and choose for it often enough. And the more often we choose for it, we make a habit of it. And then our habit becomes a peaceful one. And the anomaly becomes the angry, upset one. And we'll start to notice that and see that and experience that shift the more that we take the time to do that for ourselves. Yes. Yes, absolutely. The more you find yourself 
you know, in chaos, allowing yourself to be, allowing how you feel inside, because that's what it's about. It's not what you're projecting out there to the world. I have a flat A, folks. Forgive me if my voice sounds level and flat. That's kind of part of the whole process of my training, and it takes, once it takes effect, it takes a while to undo it. So it's not that I don't have any passion for what I'm saying. It's just that I've been trained kind of like the guy who had the marbles in his mouth. I don't remember who. In the Socratic method that you pretty much are supposed to talk with a level face and you're not supposed to laugh and you're not supposed to smile and you're not supposed to do a lot of things that make for a very flat affect. But I do have passion about what I'm saying here today because I think that when Brian made that point about how we all are, you know, in that we're, if we get in touch with our feelings, that, that's so crucial. It's, but like me, and, and he said your, and so I want to use his word. When you get in touch with your feelings, And, and and how much time, I mean, I would really invite all of you to just stop for a second. And it may not be good radio to stop and have silence, but maybe it's just good humanity to just stop. You don't have to go a long way. Let, let's just focus on the last hour. And for one minute, I want you to think about how much you thought about how you were feeling as opposed to how much you were allowing your mind to think about how other people were feeling about things, feeling about things. What you perceived or you guessed their thoughts were. And how much of it was just on you where you have the control and ability to shape your thoughts and shape your actions. And how much instead was flittering off to others? So just for a minute. And you know, I invite you to call in 646-595-3584 and, if, and tell us, just for the last hour, what were you thinking about? And when you do that, if you do call in, please let us know if you aren't able to call in because of of the cost, I can call you back. And uh, if I hear from people, I will buy 800 minutes. It's just that we don't get a lot of callers. And I, I haven't felt that it was necessary. But I don't want anyone to not communicate with Brian and I here in the now because the cost of the telephone call is prohibitive for them. So once again, the number is 646-595-3584. And let, let's, uh, I'm going to wait for the minute to turn over here, and we will begin one minute thinking just for the last hour, where was your mind? Was it on you, on being happy, on, on looking around and seeing the joyful things around you? Or was it focused on what you believed others were thinking. And let's let that minute begin now.
I always love to show you how long a minute is. There's so much that can be done in a minute if we would just allow ourselves to slow down and realize it. One minute, and that's why they call it, say a minute of silence on the radio is like the death knell because it is so long, and yet we have all adjusted our minds to think that a minute is a short period of time. And we may even move a second a little faster than it should. So, uh, Brian, can you share with us, when you, you put your cap on to think about, you know, what you were thinking about in the last hour before? Was it, well, tell us about it. Well, as I was listening, and as I was going into that space, I actually spent my time for that minute thinking about, if you will, how often and how much thought we are participating in throughout our day. And like you said, one minute we believe when we're in a life filled of busyness, and keeping yourself busy and doing as much as you can within the 24-hour span to somehow show that you're accomplishing something or building towards something for the future is a waste of time if we're sitting here um, not doing anything with our one minute. it's It might be a short amount of time to actually accomplish something in the world, if you will, but then when we actually take the time to try to not do anything for that one minute, all of a sudden our perception changes of what one minute is and it seems like the longest time in the world when we're sitting there not accomplishing anything. And what this frame of mind, what these experiences dwell from is the belief that staying active in your world and staying active in your mind is success is what life is all about is not only that, but what you must do within life to survive. But the truth is that we need to learn to be more silent within our minds, not always trying to be so active and thinking about what to do and thinking about how we can succeed and how we can get a leg up on the other person and what ladder can we climb next and so on and so forth, and busying ourselves and basically stressing ourselves out and not giving us any time to relax. And peace is not going to be found within the world of trying to set everything up so what, so you can relax. Kind of like if you if you think of it this way. Think of like a businessman who wants to start a business. And he, the first thing he starts with is a business plan. And then he goes finds the funding and then he starts to enact business plan and the whole idea is to spend a whole lot of time and uh, cover every base and cover every little nuance so that the business can eventually run itself so that you can then hire someone else to run your business and relax and go and enjoy the money and, and do whatever. But whenever we enter the frame of mind of I'm going to work my leap off to accomplish something, our frame of mind, again, becomes our way of living life. And we, well, if, if we do accomplish that one mission, if you will, our minds are so used to being active and busy that we're going to now give our attention and energy to being busy and active in another area because that's all we know. And we're never going to find peace in that. We're never going to come to a point in that frame of mind of where if I accomplish enough, then I can finally relax. No. It's in the actual taking the time and making the conscious decision to finally relax, whether you have accomplished anything in the world or not, is when you're finally going to find the peace. Whether you take that time, finally, when you complete your task, or you just do it right now for the heck of it. It doesn't matter when you choose to finally relax and let go, it's in the relaxing and letting go that you find your peace. So I try to emphasize, that we both try to emphasize, that it is now that we need to take the time to do that. 
And that exercise is such a wonderful one because it can really illuminate to us, to each one of us who participated in it, where our frame of mind is. If we found ourselves being agitated and saying, this is a waste of time, and why aren't they talking, and having all these thoughts of just this towards negativity as to the waste, how we're wasting time in whatever way we're wasting time, and to others it might have been a wonderful time to just be where they were, relaxed and carefree, and there could be a variation of experiences and thoughts that went through people's minds uh, in between those. But it really can illuminate for each one of us where we are in our mindset, if you will. And the irony of saying that word mindset is the mindset you want to be at is at peace. And a peaceful mindset is one in which there's not a lot of activity going on as far as your thoughts go. And when one thought comes into your mind, you can hold on to it for a while, if you will. So often, a thought comes into our mind, and then we start dissecting and picking it apart and saying, what if this and what if this, or oh no, and then this is going to happen, and then this will happen, and oh no, and then that will happen. And we just jump from one thought to another to another. And the place that is a more beneficial experience, a more peaceful experience, is one in which you're not hopping all around and being carried along by the thoughts and where they leave you, you're able to stay in your center. You're able to stay connected to the source within you, and you're able to not so identify with the thought that it carries you wherever it would have you go, and you can stay grounded with inside yourself and let the thought continue on. And we can think of this, there might have been many of you out there who have heard it explained in this way, a thought is like a passing cloud, and you're grounded to the earth, if you will. It's only when you attach so strongly to that thought that you get carried away by it. But when you're grounded within yourself, it's just like watching a cloud pass by. It doesn't take you anywhere. You, you're able to stay grounded and centered with inside yourself, but yet at the same time enjoy the passing of the cloud. And this is the illumination that came to me while that one minute was taking place. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, I'm sorry, folks, but I thought my mind did, uh, when Brian said something, a thought popped into my mind that it was kind of a corollary to what he was saying, and and not on, but maybe money is a spiritual thing because you need money to survive. And and. Brian is saying, take time for yourself, and I will, I will say that one of the things that impressed me in the beginning when I um, first began working with Brian so closely was the fact that he did take time and go do things and go, uh, you know, he hurt his ankle one time walking to a, a fountain, not a fountain, but a waterfall, and yet, you know, that hurt, but that didn't stop him from doing what he went there to do. And then when he came back, it didn't stop him from doing other things, and, and he wouldn't allow his mind to focus on the pain of the ankle. And I was always so impressed by the idea that he put himself in places where there was literally no choice but to, at that moment, be at peace and open because you can sit in a spot by a river and if you don't have your cell phone connection and if the beauty is intense enough to cause your mind to for a moment step away that you can let those thoughts of other people and other events leave you, that there is no way that you can walk away from that moment feeling alone or thinking there is no God. And I like to call God love. So thinking there is no love, but it starts with you. And the finance side was... Yesterday, I was uh, kind of streaming across the Internet looking at just headlines 
because as I said to Brian, I'm kind of spent right now. And I saw this one headline, and it said, without fail, you need to value yourself. In essence, I'm now putting it in our lingo. You need to value yourself enough to pay yourself into a savings account every month like you pay your bills. It will work and will give you that financial security that so many people are are missing. And when I read that, I thought, I, I had that sense inside of me that I needed to say that today somehow. Couldn't certainly envision where the time would come, but it came right there in what Brian was sharing. How often do we do things for just ourselves? The same thing is that minute, that, that challenge, how much of that last hour was focused on you. And and if it was focused on you, focused on positive you. Oh, you beautiful gal, you great big beautiful gal. How often do your thoughts go there? Oh, you gorgeous guy, you great big gorgeous guy. How often do you allow yourself to think those thoughts? I can tell you that for my hour, I was coming from my mom and dad's. I left my house yesterday. <laughs> I didn't even close the door. I just needed to go. That's the truth. <laughs> it's closed now. I, I just needed to go to the security of the nest. And so I went to the nest, and they took care of me, and uh, we just were we just were and then this morning you know i got up early i don't live far away could have come home last night but i got up early and i i came home and during that hour i can tell you honestly and i'm embarrassed to tell you this i don't remember anything i saw and yet i drove down highway 45 from my parents' home to my home along the Sacramento River, across beside beautiful, beautiful farmland, the coastal range off to the right. It was as the sun was coming up and just starting to touch the leaves with the energy and radiance that it provides the world. And normally those things just envelop me. And all I thought about was going through my checklist to be sure I got all my elements in in my trial, which is done since Friday evening. I missed all of that splendor. The only thing I did for myself was I put the radio on and I was listening to music, which I love. And yet I wonder how music-starved my life is that I don't even give myself many times permission to listen to music. So that's what I did for the hour before I got here. And it wasn't until I came into my town, and I live in a really small town, And just suddenly, as I drove past my office, I just felt such wonderful, joyous peace. I let everything that was done go away, and I just focused on the joy of being here in this community. Not that I've been embraced by the community. It's a small town. I don't think small towns embrace people. Uh, you know, I thought as I was driving down, just as Brian said, I let my mind flip. I thought, you know, I could allow that thought that I wasn't embraced to make me feel that I wasn't welcomed. I think there's a difference. But it wouldn't matter because as I pulled into my driveway and turned around, you know, and, and just looked at everything around me, I knew I was blessed. 
the crispness of the morning was around me, and I knew I was blessed. But I had wasted an entire hour and lost a beautiful opportunity being in a very pragmatic mode and not focused on me at all. Now, we can't live our lives just thinking about me, but we can live our lives emotionally focused on peace. I choose to be a peaceful being. So no matter what my interactions with others are, when I step off the peace train, I try to get back on. Now, does that at times in my profession make me seem weak? Who cares? I try to step back on the peace train. I'm there to argue facts, not personalities. And I do have control when I'm interacting with others to choose joy. To giggle, to laugh, to enjoy the moment. Folks, I try to laugh out loud every day, anytime I can. I hope you do too. As I, one thing I heard on the radio, they said this thing, and it, it did catch my attention. It pulled my mind away from the past. Was they said that your body, your neurons in your brain, I think I'm calling them the right parts. I'm not scientific, so if you want to call in and give us some science, you can. But that your nor- your brain takes its signal from how your face is acting. So if you're smiling, give a little smile for me, folks, right now. Just give me a little smile. If you're smiling, you're sending energy signals to your brain and how about how you want your brain to think about the moment you're in. Just what Brian was saying about the thoughts and the words and and the ideas coming together to create a pattern. Your face is involved in the process. Oh, what a miracle we are. Oh, what a miracle. We are manifestors. We have the ability to feel each other if we choose to. We have the ability to remember each other if we choose to. And we have the ability to be love. And so when I finish something that is very aggressive, very gladiator-like, and I finish it with a sense of peace, a sense of joy, And I've made a choice to be love. I finish it stronger than I ever did when I was considered a barracuda. Actually, something worse than a barracuda. I think it's called a piranha. Not exactly the most pleasant adjective And when I was in the piranha time, my friends, I had a constant migraine headache and had to have shots for it every day. Now, Excedrin migraine works. Now that could speak to the advances of science or it could speak to the choices I'm making. So none of us are perfect. But when we feel our mind, when we've gone past a pretty beautiful sight and we realize we haven't seen it, that's a signal that we need to reconnect with that spark inside of us. 
we have become worldly. And when we give up peace, we have... Neil Donald Walsh says, if you don't go within, you go without. When you give up the peace that's within that Brian has so aptly described today, when you give up that peace, then you go outside yourself. You go into the world. The chaos of the world. The chaos of the judgment the chaos of the analysis of others, the chaos of not looking to control the one group of emotions you have 100% control over, your own. And when you go into the chaos, joy, have you noticed joy is such a fleeting part of it? Everything is so ugly. The news is ugly. Everybody's calling everybody names. Everybody is judging everybody on the news. I'm sorry, I seldom use words like everybody. But I, I tell me where the good news station is. I'll go. Call me. Call Brian and I, 646-595-3584. Where is the good news station? I can't find it. Where is a good news newspaper? Where is it that anyone is understanding other people and isn't putting themselves in a position of being the supreme ultimate authority? I'm not talking that you need to be weak. Anyone who knows me knows I'm not weak. I'm not talking that you can't have standards. But I'm talking about if we all had our standards, but then we chose to advance them in peace, with joy, in love. We would have a cataclysmic change in this world. I just went through a trial that certainly speaks to having strong positions. It speaks to my firmly, firmly believing in the righteousness of my clients and what they did. It speaks to my putting on their case to show that theirs is the most honest, view of what happened. But I can tell you with absolute certainty, I did that respecting other people. Respecting the right of the other side to have another view. Peacefully. Joyfully. Being my highest self, which is what I consider to be choosing love. To me, that's what what we're talking about here today. Brian, I'm going to I'm going to ask you to speak. Well, I'd love to speak, and after I'm done speaking, I'd love it if we could go into a meditation so that we Thank can take you. time yes. to really go into the space that we're speaking about. And what was really illuminated to me. Was actually there were many things that Mara said that really illuminated what I want to speak on now. But the one thing that she said that really jumped to the front of the line, if you will, which I will start with, is that quote from Neil Donald Walsh, which is, if you do not go within, you go without. And I want to expand upon this a little bit. And I want to say it in these words. If you do not go within yourself, you go without yourself. How many of us, really, in our lives, and I'll guarantee you, each one of us, lives for another, acts in a way 
to get another's approval because we want to be accepted by others. Whether it started at a really young age and we want to have a, approval of our classmates in kindergarten or before that. Whatever the situation may be, each one of us has done things and still at times do things for others, not for ourselves. But we think we're doing it for ourselves because what all we really want is to be accepted. But the way you truly, truly, truly get accepted by anyone is to just be yourself. And it's not your task or your mission to be accepted by all because that's their decision to accept you or not. So the only one you really need to accept is yourself. You need to accept yourself just the way you are and not worry about what other people are thinking of you. Not worry if other people are accepting you, even if it is your own family or your closest friends. This is ultimately not what is important. What is most important is that you are yourself, you are with yourself, and you are accepting of yourself. This is the space, the focus, and the intent that we now need to move towards. And to do this, we have to learn once again who we really are, to come into that connection, to come into that energy, to come into that experience, and bathe ourselves, merge ourselves, once again, with a peaceful expression, the beautiful expression, and the glorious expression of who we really are. And as we take the time, more and more often, to go within, to connect back again with the source that is always within us, we begin to act differently. We begin to act more naturally. And we begin to find peace, love, and joy in every area of our lives. And really, to come back to yourself is a very easy, easy task. It's the easiest thing that you can do. But like I mentioned earlier, when you have a thought or something else, and you give all of your power to that thought, you will validate that thought. And you will do whatever it takes. You will act in whatever way that is required of you to validate that thought and to keep that thought true. But you are not a thought. A thought is a fleeting moment. A thought is a fleeting thing. A thought is a fleeting idea. But you are forever. You are eternal. And you, truly, the true and real you, is incapable of being manipulated, truly. And as you learn of who you really are, as you connect again with this experience, you begin to find your emotions. You begin to find your thought processes you begin to find your action stabilizing. And therefore, you begin to find your life stabilizing, becoming more firm and grounded within peace and truth. And as a result of being yourself, being the peaceful and harmonious one that you are, you begin to shine forth that experience in everything that you do. And others see this. Others are touched by this. And others can become awoken 
to their own true selves by this. As something within them, something that has been locked away and buried away by all of the incessant thoughts of trying to satisfy others, trying to live for others. Something deep down that's been buried under all of this, they see and recognize and touch once again the truth of themselves. And they begin to set themselves free into peace. Did you hear those words strong enough? They begin to set themselves free into peace. We have buried our peace away with all of the stuff that we've laid upon it. And it is up to us to set ourselves free back into peace. And although you believe, based on your experience of this world, that it takes a lot of effort to come into a space of peace, this is not the truth. If your foundation, at the very center of who you really are, is the space of peace, then all you need to do to come into your peace is to relax, to let go, and to just be who you really are, easily and effortlessly. But if for so long you have believed and thought that you were something else, and given all of your energy and attention and emotion to this experience, and then someone comes along and tells you that that's not who you are, you're going to have a tendency to fight for it, to prove that person wrong, and to justify your experience. But I tell you that no experience of chaos, no experience of unhappiness, no experience of guilt or grief is ever justifiable and so the only thing that we need to do the only effort that we need to apply in ourselves and in our lives to come back into the truth of who we really are is to say no to any thoughts that does not bring us peace but again, if we've been holding on to these thoughts for so long, we might find ourselves easily falling back into them and justifying them and keeping them real for ourselves. But every time that happens, we must say, this is not the truth. This is not who I am. Peace and harmony, love and beauty is at the very core of who I really am and everything else is a distraction to this space to this place and to this experience that is who I really am and so I no longer give it power I no longer give it any of my time or attention and I allow myself only to be in the space of peace love and joy so now let us do exactly that for ourselves in the last few minutes of the show let us relax let us close our eyes let us allow ourselves to breathe easily effortlessly and naturally, in whichever way is most comfortable. Try now to exert very little effort in these next few moments. And just enter into the space 
of noticing and observing how it is that you are feeling, what it is that you are thinking. Just take this time to notice your whole body with your eyes closed internally. Feel the energy flowing. Feel the breath entering into your lungs and exiting the lungs with each successive breath. If you will, take this time to just inventory what you are feeling, what you are experiencing in every aspect. And if you notice a thought coming to your mind that tells you that this is ridiculous, or that this is a waste of time, or you find yourself having a thought that is pulling you away from this experience with inside yourself, telling you of what you need to do next, or what important task you need to do. Say no to that thought now. Recognize that that thought has no power over you, and you can choose to give your focused attention to the space within you now, to the feelings that are coming to you now, and you can stay grounded within this moment. Just take this time for the next few moments to do this for yourself. And remember that the only effort you need to exert is the effort to notice and recognize when you allowed yourself to be carried away by your thoughts and to bring yourself consciously back into the experience and awareness of your breath and of the energy within you as you allow yourself to relax to let go and to be at peace now. much Brian that was beautiful that really was I want to wish you all the best week and I I encourage you to remember everything is just the way it's supposed to be and so now you have the right to choose love you have the right to choose peace and you have the right to choose joy it's all in your choices it's all in your hands you don't have to do it alone but it's in your hands namaste Brian? Thank you, Mara. Thank you, listeners. And please take the time daily to go within and to remember who you really are once again, to connect with your peace and to live from that space consciously and constantly. Now be at peace. Namaste. Namaste.